everyone. Really excited for our next episode. It's another sparkling wine episode, or as Colin would call it, a champagne episode. But you know what? Uh, no. It's sparkling wine. <laughs> <laughs> Which can only mean one thing. There's another mini wine podcaster in our midst. Congratulations. Count of three, guys. One, two, three. <laughs> You hear how quiet that was? <laughs> I can't get it. Oh God, he's weak from all the time holding the baby. Wow, he's still working on it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Welcome to Stop Wasting Your Wine, a wine review podcast where we waste our wine so you don't have to. On this episode, we review a sparkling wine from Spain. Lovely. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. I'm Joel. I'm joined by two of the most well-rested adults in the nation, <laughs> Colin and Aaron. Hello, guys. How are you? Oh, awesome. I wish that was true, and I know Colin also wishes that was true. Yeah, that was a pretty good joke, but I'm probably one of the least well-rested people in the nation. Now, why would that be the case, Colin? We just uh, welcomed white baby number two into the world. Remembering oh. that Colin's last name is White, of course. <laughs> yes. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, my God. Brand new baby boy. He's healthy. He's happy. Mom's doing good. So we're 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 doing well over here. We're just really tired. I don't know. I'm sure, sure. Joel, you're you're fresh off the newborn phase. So I'm sure you remember well. how just how brutally exhausting it was. You know, it's funny. I it's oddly uh, I I. I mean, I do, but like I kind of don't. And, you know, my, my daughter now is uh, four months old and we were talking a little bit before this. Like, I feel like that whole time was like a year ago, but it was three months ago where it was just up at all ungodly hours of the night and just craziness. But it's like your brain just blocks it out. <laughs> Kids have like it is ingrained in them to find ways to keep you awake throughout their entire mm -hmm. lives until they like go to college. I am now at a point where like both my kids can walk and they do this thing where they wake up in the middle of the night and they walk to the side of the bed and they put their face right next to you and they're like, dad, dad, and you go, what, what, what? That is terrifying. And they're, and they're just like, terrifying. I, I can't find my blanket. And then you go to their room and the blanket's on their bed <laughs> and they were just laying on top of it and they panicked and came and, and woke you. So yep. I, I will still take that That's over kids. the hours and hours of just waking up and soothing a small thing that doesn't know it's a human yet. But like, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's good. It's been good. I, uh, I'm just glad he's, he's healthy and we're doing some, we're doing well. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so excited uh, for you Thank and you. the whole family and so excited to have a little bit of a celebratory episode today. I would say it's tradition now, right? This is like the I tradition agree. of the pod, right? 100%. And having babies also seems tradition. So, Aaron, it seems like you would be up next. 
Well, it's either that or we never get to, you know, review a sparkly wine again based on the established parameters of this show. So I will let my wife know and we'll get back to you um, never because she's going to unplug my computer and not let me talk to you anymore. Perfect. Well, let's let's make this one count then. (laughs) Absolutely. We'll make this one really, really count. All right. So we mentioned that uh, today in celebration, we are having a sparkling wine from Spain. So, Aaron, tell us a little bit more about this wine. Oh, I would love to. And when I was typing up this information earlier, I had it in my head that someone else was going to have to read these words. And I'm just, you know, going through the fear and panic of it being me right now. So let's just go for it. So this is from the producer, uh, Ministrol, who in my research found out it was the Marquis of Ministrol, which oh. is Spanish for, I don't know. It's probably Monistrol. Mm-hmm. But Thank, you. Monistrol. Thank you. Monistrol. Monistrol. You're right. I absolutely yeah. like flipped my eye and my own. Monastrol. And thank you for saying yep. probably in a polite way of correcting yeah, me in nice. that moment. And while you absolutely <laughs> knew it wasn't probable, it was in fact absolutely wrong. Yeah, I didn't need to totally blow up your spot. Okay, since when? And <laughs> we are. <laughs> uh, it is uh, the Selección Especial Cava from, oh my God, Colin, um, can you please read Zarello. what grape they make this uh, with? Yes, yes. Zarello or Zarello. I just, there's like three X words in my entire vocabulary, and that wasn't one of them. So, Zarello. Well, you just learned something new. Thank God. <laughs> okay, so outside of that nightmare of Spanish, some words <laughs> that I do know, like 11.5% alcohol. So, this is you know, on the lighter side. <laughs> yep. And super exciting. This uh, really schmancy, fancy, cool looking bottle that we got with this like lovely floral wrap, and it's very classy. Mm-hmm. It does look cool. Um, it was twelve ninety nine, so it's like this very, very low, almost scary price point. So we'll see mm-hmm. what's coming our way. But if this is a good one, you know, a twelve ninety nine fancy looking sparkling wine, you know, this just might be something I'm, I'm bringing around to every uh, special occasion because it's just gonna look real fancy. Mm-hmm. And the last thing, uh, when I was looking for the year for like hours and hours and hours, I finally asked mm-hmm. Colin, and he was like, "Nah, this is a non vintage." And I don't know what that means. Colin, what is a non-vintage wine? Yeah, so you'll mostly find it in sparkling wine, but you also sometimes see it in like super low quality garbage wine. But uh, for, yeah. That's not a good sign, is it? Is it? <laughs> no. It does not bode well for this experience. Go on. Twelve ninety nine dollars no. non-vintage. Oh, God. <laughs> but a lot of the times they'll blend wines from different vintages for sparkling wine, especially in Champagne, because it's really hard to get grapes ripe in the cooler region of Champagne. So a lot of times you'll get vintage variation from year to year, and to make a totally complete wine, they'll have to blend the different vintages. And super special sparkling wine, especially if the standard is non-vintage, will be your vintage sparkling wine. So if the the wine region has a fantastic year growing grapes and they're ripe and everything's exactly the way they want it, they will add a vintage to the bottle. But that's only in really special years. Is that when you start to pay those real special prices? Oh, yeah. Real special prices. Absolutely. Non-vintage, especially champagne, is outrageous. Or vintage champagne is outrageously expensive. So basically, when we're talking non-vintage, we're saying, you know, they produce something, maybe it's a little too acidic or whatever, and then the next Mm -hmm. year it's a little too sweet, something like that. And then over time, they start playing around with it, blending it, and they say, oh, if we we mix these, it's uh, actually something kind of nice, and that's what we're drinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Great breakdown. And um, just 
on the low end scale non-vintage wine. It's just because they just don't care and they just use whatever they have in the storage closet to make the garbage wine that they're making. So <laughs> I'm so excited to review but, this wine. Yeah, I'm I'm so jazzed. This isn't this is sparkling wine non-vintage, not garbage wine non-vintage. So, you know, okay. uh, I think we're gonna be okay. I'm, okay, I'm making a I'm great. making a note that to go with our stamps like dry AF and uh, pizza wine, we now need a garbage wine stamp because yeah. it, it seems to follow <laughs> very specific criteria. I'm going to tell you this though: presentation alone worth at least thirteen ninety nine, in my opinion. It's wrapped so Absolutely. nice. It is. It's a beautiful bottle. Absolutely, no doubt yeah. about that. Well, that's what we're drinking. Before we get into this mysterious, maybe great, maybe not so great bottle of sparkling wine. Let's take a minute to learn something. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing you will learn. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> we'll fix that. Absolutely leave it. I, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, because I'm, um, um as tired as I said I was, I'm going to keep this short and sweet, but still try to make it as informative as possible. And since we're drinking kava, I thought this would be a good time to learn a little bit more about kava. So we're oh, going nice. to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fitting. So, fitting. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So do you guys remember how these are usually made, or kava in general is made back from our sparkling wine uh, episode that we did? Aaron, no cheating. He looked at the bottle. No, no, I'm no. I, I was, I was just making sure because what I remember, I'm not googling anything this week. I remember oh, okay. you said there was the traditional method, right? And that was the most common <laughs> method. And looking at the bottle, that's right. It says, you know, Spanish version of traditional method. And I'm done butchering words today. It's right at the top on the neck, <laughs> so it's there. So, I, so okay, you're right. Method traditional. It's on the bottle. Um, do you guys remember what that means? Follow-up question? Yes. Traditional method. Okay. Uh, oh, like what the traditional <laughs> method actually is. Yeah, what the traditional method is. It's on the yeah, tip yeah, of my brain. It's, it's in there. It's in there. It, I got this. It's on the about shoving bubbles. Uh, well, okay. So it's when they... <laughs> <laughs> when they leave it Ish. to, uh, yeah, when they leave it to actually ferment, not ferment, but um, no, that's right, yeah, ferment so that the carbonation is coming from the actual yeast eating sugars and stuff like that. Yeah, and traditional method means bubbles happen because of a secondary fermentation in the wine. So that's exactly what I was trying to say. Right, versus the alternative method, which is. Putting bubbles in from another source, correct? Yeah, that's right. The tank method, which is adding bubbles. You had something to do with bubbles being, you know, shoved in versus bubbles not being shoved in. <laughs> that's right. Shoving bubbles. Shoving um, bubbles. <laughs> so, yes. Like Michael Bublé's <laughs> next album. What? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, we're. I'm going to go back to Cava, which we just learned is a traditional method. It's the sparkling wine of Spain. So, kind of like champagne is the sparkling wine of France. There are other sparkling wines in Spain that aren't Cava, but usually when you think sparkling wine in Spain, you're thinking about Cava. Cava, interestingly enough, translates directly into cave or cellar because of how the wines are aged, either in a cave or a cellar. And there are three traditional grapes in Cava that you don't usually find outside of Spain, which are uh, Macabeo, Pariada, and we already mentioned 
but this wine is made out of Torello. They do also allow some other grapes in the blend. So sometimes you'll see some Chardonnay, some Pinot Noir, which are more of your traditional sparkling wine grapes. And then they also allow some Grenache in there as well. Cava can be produced anywhere in Spain. So there's no one particular region. It's more of the rules that go into what make cava a cava. But most of the cava is produced in the Penedas region, which is right next to Catalonia. So you're th looking northeast Spain, where it's nice and cool. And that's kind of the primer on cava, just, just to give you a little bit more about what we're drinking tonight. Is there anything about the region? I know we talked about like just different sparkling wines from different areas have different names just because of where they are. Is there like a, a an aspect of kava that like traditionally kava is more X uh, in in the flavor profile, or can a kava literally be almost identical to, you know, uh, a champagne or or anything else? Yeah, no, it it rain, it all varies depending upon producer and what the producer wants out of their wine. But you should expect with your traditional method some breadiness because of that secondary fermentation and the yeast happening. So it'll be interesting if we see that in there. But other than that, you tend to see a little bit of floral notes from these Spanish grapes that you might not see in a champagne or something like that. But other than that, it's it's it really all depends upon producer and, and what they're going for. Well, excellent stuff. I feel a little bit smarter and a little bit more prepared. Give this cava ago so uh at this point y'all let's get into it tastes like wine i think we're gonna have to make even though we're not gonna use it until aaron has a kid we need to make a pop sound version of that well considering the twist off was me making it with my voice, I feel like you should have to make a really realistic and believable pop noise uh, with your voice. Boop. That's not it. A boop. <laughs> what? It doesn't sound like a pop. I don't know what that was, but it wasn't a pop. You sound like a Pokemon. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm, I would say I'm, I'm proud of Joel and I. Joel, can you please raise your glass? I, I believe I saw that you had... Always, I'll raise my glass. Uh, oh, he's using a thingy. He's using a different thingy. What kind of glass is that? I, I this is probably just like a, a wine glass, but it is yeah. fancy looking. It is. I don't fancy know what you would call this. I, I don't think it's meant to be for champagne. I just remember from the or I was going to say we're not drinking. We're not drinking oh, champagne. Yeah. God, Joel messed up today. Or <laughs> or kava. I'm just saying. I don't know. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, I just remember from our last conversation, Joel and I were so proud because I had a flute and Joel had a coupe and we thought we were great. And then Colin mm -hmm. was like, ha ha, you guys are jackasses. You're not supposed to yeah. <laughs> analyze champagne in those types of glasses. So I came today prepared with a, you know, a, a basic oh, ass uh, glass nice. so that well I couldn't do this yeah. correctly. Yep. Mm -hmm. The the there you go. I but, just yeah, just look pretty cool with this glass though. Really hard to swirl with that glass jewel. God, that that swirl is going to be real messy. In fact, I want to see it. Hold, hold it right up to the camera and show it. us a good swirl on <laughs> just that. Just got to be really delicate. Just <laughs> really delicate. Here we go. Hold on. Anyway, can I go first on the smelling notes? Because uh, before you guys use all the good words, this is our first. Hold on, our first volunteer. You know. To go yeah. first on the history of the Stop Wasting Your Wine podcast. And yes, absolutely, Aaron, please, by all means. It, it's it's solely from a place of just trying to say words before you guys do so that I have words left. 
uh, sure. because I Words definitely go on. And it's <laughs> not it's not because the bottle is covered in flowers. There is definitely like a floral <laughs> aspect of, of this sparkling wine. <laughs> and I don't know. It's not. Help me out. Is it? Is it? It's not like as citrusy as maybe some others. Like it's it's what is it? Well, I'll tell you what I'm getting, and this might be what you're thinking. I wonder if we're mind melding here, but green apple, yeah, so much, yeah, more more appley <laughs> than like citrusy. And Colin's gonna come in and be like, "It's citrus." Yeah, actually, that was actually my first. <laughs> <laughs> just Colin's little... level two nose is at it again. Just a lot of lemon, but you're right. There's a lot of a lot of green apple. You're absolutely right. But I'm also getting. Joel, you want to go first, or you want me to just... No, I mean, you go, because I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, green apple, since you said a little bit of lemon, like a little bit, maybe like a little uh, lemon kicker, but boy, I'm just getting green apple. And pear is another one that I'm getting quite a bit of. I also get a little bit of that bready, yeasty note. Not a ton, but it's it's just in there. This is not like uh, overly bready, but yeah, it's definitely definitely got a little bit of... All right. Aaron, since you volunteered, you want to you volunteer, volunteer again? For the smell. I volunteer for the smell. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I definitely, um, no, now that you've said green apple, like that's really, that's really stuck in. Like, I feel like some, yeah. some like sparkling wines, especially like cheaper sparkling wines, like really kind of hit you with like the apple cider taste. And, and this yeah. is like, this is just kind of like a nice, like kind of have that like apple flavor to it. It's not like overbearing. I'm sure you know, Colin's going to name some fruit I've never heard of that balances it out. It has like a nice, like crispy apple kind of kind of flavor to it. Okay, I I don't disagree, yes. but I'm no, 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 <laughs> no. I don't disagree, but I got to. It's it's almost like a green apple candy, like a lifesaver is what I'm getting. Though it's not just green apple. There's there's something else to it that almost makes it like candy like as I'm drinking it. Upon the the beginning of the sip, it the, the I think the little bit of like you said, Colin. When we were smelling it, you said that it smelled a little toasty. I think it is mm-hmm. a little bit, little bit enough to where it's like the the candiness of the green apple doesn't run away from it. But we're getting that a lot. Are you, are you suggesting like a sweetness or like another aspect of, of, of candy? Not even a sweetness, but like a tart and almost like a. I don't really maybe maybe Colin. There's there's a word for this or something, but not necessarily a sweetness, but a candiness. As yeah. weird as that might sound. No, I don't. I don't disagree. And I think what you're feeling, and this is what I'm feeling, does kind of bring in the word candy. Is you get like that intense acidity with also that like okay. almost. I don't want to call it fake, but that that candy okay. green apple taste. So. I think yeah. it's the combination of those two that does kind of make it feel like you're like you're sucking on a, a lifesaver. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. that's Jolly Rancher is what really hits me. Jolly Rancher, that's what I was looking for. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, it's not. It's not like totally tart or sour, but it does have that pucker kind of like aspect of your mouth to where it's starts to dry it out a little bit. And it's high acid for sure. There's no doubt about that. Not not dried out make it watery it's very high acid but yeah i do i get that green apple candy green apple i think is a great call also you're right a little bit toasty but it's very very lightly toasted and then i i get a little bit of that citrus and a little bit of that pear but it's like definitely it's like green apple green apple green apple green apple a 
little other things in the background. I want more. I want more bready. I want more I toast. Agree. Especially at a traditional method, I was really hoping that you'd get that that toasty breadiness. That's one of the things I really love about traditional method sparklers, and it's definitely not as prevalent in this one. But it's not bad. I would agree. Like there, there's like there, there's a balance to it that, that I'm okay with. It's not um. But yeah, I get what you're Aaron's saying. gonna go ahead and move us into the review <laughs> portion now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, we gotta, but yeah. we gotta hit the drop. No, no, no. Like, we're on the, your time. I'm brother. sorry, hit the drop. I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did they like it? <laughs> it's time for the review. Uh, Aaron, you were leading us in there. Go ahead, kick us off with uh, with what you think. Yeah, you know, because we, we kind of joked around at the beginning of this episode. It's a twelve ninety nine bottle. I would say especially like when I'm going to a store and grabbing a bottle of sparkling wine for a party or to make mimosas or something like that. The twelve ninety nine is like a very cheap bottle. You know, it's like the Corbell, you know, the, the, the sparkling wine. So it's it's a, a concerning price point. That being said, you know I know it's not as toasty as we would like, and maybe not as complex. It's pretty tasty. Like you know there there's some there's some taste in here that I don't I don't hate. I, I'm not sure if I'd like super show it off, but it's a it's a nice looking bottle, and it's something that might be you know fun to talk about. And 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 I don't know. I don't dislike it. I'm not uh, super excited about it. But it, there's some some tasty aspects of it that I I don't mind. Okay, so where are you putting it? Is this going in uh, on the kitchen table or closet or down the drain? Oh man, ah, it's like weird because the reasons I'd put it on the uh, uh, like mm, uh, this is. I also I also love how you're thinking about this as though this is an unexpected question. I know. I, I we knew we were going to get to this point. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I'm just I'm I'm But it's hard. I know. I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted because I feel like the I'm getting swayed by like the bottle itself and, and good good on them for their marketing. Uh, they they knew maybe they didn't yeah. have the best cava in the world, and they're they're winning me over with flower pictures. I agree. And when we uh, start our spinoff podcast, stop wasting your marketing. We can really dive into that. <laughs> totally, uh, totally, totally. So, so I would say this: I would say from a taste standpoint, this is a, this is this is my this is probably closet wine for me. From a price point and like bottle, and it's from Spain. It's a little bit different than. You know, uh, someone who brings over just a bottle of brute that they, you know, found at the random store. Like, I, I might put this on my table as like just an interesting difference of of like, look, like there's sparkling wines from from other places besides France and here. Um, so yeah, so it's a uh, it's getting <laughs> snuck onto my kitchen table and then probably tossed okay. back in the closet at some point. Figure yeah. out how to put that on the website I... called. <laughs> Yeah, Charity. that's, that's <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not even sure what you just said. But do you do you see what I'm getting at? Someone pick, yeah, pick no, up what I'm saying. putting down here. No, I think, and I'm going to do, Joel usually takes us down a rabbit hole of, you yeah. know, he likes to, to pick up on different nuances of the rating system. I do. So I'm channeling yep. my, my inner Joel right now. And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think this, if you were at a baby shower or you know, some sort of adorable uh, bottle to bring into a baby shower. That's what I'm saying. Some kind yeah. of some, some kind of this like strip. bridal shower. I think this is this is going straight on the table. The bottle looks great. 
it would be great for for mimosas. You know, this is like a prime at twelve ninety nine. This is what I'm saying. One. It looks like a mimosa bottle. It does. It does. You line yeah. a couple of these up. You you lay them out nicely. You know. Uh, so I think for an occasion like that, uh, you would definitely want to put it on the table. But you're right. If if we're just talking about just the wine quality and like pure enjoyment, I'd probably put it in my closet because it, it's, you're also it's fine. complicating the website. I am. I am. It's a. It's a. I'm gonna have to come up with a new graphic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But but, but... it's a table <laughs> shoved into a closet. Like... <laughs> Because it's not it's, the wine's fine. I mean, it's it's tasty enough. It's it's not bland. It's not bad, but it's not. It won't blow your socks off either. But I think the whole package is worth the table. But the wine itself is on the closet. I think if this was closet. a green Corbel bottle, we would not hesitate to put this in the closet. Yeah, you're probably right. I think that's 100 percent correct because I'm I'm gonna agree with you guys. It's, it's it really is a lovely presentation and and agreed. I mean, like for for. I don't know how much more we could talk about like baby showers and stuff like that because yes, 100%, it looks very lovely. But this is straight up a closet wine in my opinion. And you both have mentioned mimosas. And to me, it's like anytime that we're talking about pouring another liquid into the wine that we're drinking, that's a closet wine. We're, we're admitting that's a closet wine. So squarely in the closet maybe toward the front i hide all my other closet wines behind this bottle to be like look i have nice wines in my closet (laughs) yes i'm in okay so listen guys this you know the name of the podcast is stop wasting your wine sometimes we're all on the same page and it's pretty clear if this is a waste or not a waste this time i think we should talk about it because there's some feelings here so just real quick give me your give me your read is this a waste of your wine this is the uh, Monastrol, Selección Especial, Cava, Zarello, 11.5%, and we paid $13 for this Cava. So, Aaron, waste of your if wine? You, if your intention was to show up with a really great bottle of sparkling wine and you wanted to, like, you know, find something that's really going to knock people's socks off, th- this is this would be a waste of your wine. If your intention is just to get a passable bottle for a really good price point that's a little bit different, it's absolutely not a waste. So I would say, like, based on what we've described it as, this is not a waste of your wine. This is a uh, just a just a really solid, fun, sparkling wine at the price point for thirteen bucks. Yeah, I'm right there with Aaron. I don't need to repeat everything he just said, but I totally agree. I don't think it's a waste for what you you want to do with it. I am going to agree, even though I was pretty staunchly, this is a closet wine. It's not a waste. Great price point, and like you guys said, there's a there's a reason for this wine to exist. So not not a waste of your wine. Yeah, they jacked so. this thing up to like 19.99 though, and it's a waste. Like it Absolutely. is, it is the, That's the price point. point and the 100%. the the lovely floral arrangement of a bottle is making this thing it's giving it a purpose it has its own purpose that's different from other sparkling wines i love it okay well there you go that's the review on a a wonderful celebratory evening here on the stop wasting your wine podcast colin again congratulations buddy we're all very excited for you appreciate it absolutely monastrol um hey monastrol selection Especial. Hell yeah. Wow. Hey, I'll just cut that in the oh. front. Thank you. <laughs> I like the dichotomy. Oh, it's showing it's my nice. growth over Let's the course of the episode. I'm a yeah. new man. 
that. It's really yes. lovely. But Joe, oh, you were going to ask me. Go for it. Here's something where you you always shine. Thank you. Can you do me a favor? And I uh, cannot do this for the life of me. Aaron, can you tell the folks that are listening how they can interact with Stop Wasting and Wine Podcast? Absolutely. And super exciting because over the past couple of weeks, we've just seen a ton of growth, a lot of new followers on Instagram, a lot of new listeners. It's really exciting. And a lot of it has to do with, fun. quite honestly, the people who have been listening from early on, starting to share it with their friends. We really appreciate it. We have um, some really great listeners who have started to hype it up to to other folks. And we can't thank you enough for that. You can find us on Instagram at Stop Wasting Your Wine. You can go to our website, stopwastingyourwine.com. You can find us on any of the platforms that you use to listen to your favorite podcasts. And once you find us, please follow, like, leave nice reviews, leave a rating, and like engage, interact with us. We're often asking questions on our podcasts, and we uh, would just love to hear from you. And we'd also love your feedback and love to know how we can get better. So again, follow us on social media, check out our website, reach out, and we look forward to continuing to engage with everyone. Beautiful. Thank you. Could not have said it better myself, literally. Nicely thank you, Aaron. Uh, and thank you, listener, for hanging out and for listening uh, along with us and for doing well out there. Have a good one. Stop wasting your wine, everybody. We'll see you next time. I'm going to bed. Call to have questions for you. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>